Today we dive into the fascinating and complex topic of ego. Hey. Great to see you guys again. I uh, apologize for not being able to post the podcast last week. You know, I lost track of time. Anyway, we'll catch up with that later. Um, Today we're going to go into our, into our episode, that's what we're today, and uh, let's get started, shall we? Have you ever found yourself struggling to balance your desires with your sense of morality, or felt like your sense of self is limited, limiting your potential for self-realization? Today we dive into the fascinating and complex topic of ego. A costume that has captivated psychologists and philosophers alike for centuries. Join us as we explore the different perspectives and interpretations of the ego and reflect on our own sense of self and the relation of the world around us. To start off, let's go with some facts about ego before we get into the philosophical side. The ego, the term ego, comes from the Latin word I or self. Now we've done a podcast over self and over I in that sense, but uh, this is really going into like the actual ego part of the I and self. In psychology, the ego is one of the, uh, one of the three co- components of our personalities, uh, alongside the ID and Superego, superego, superego. Sorry. While the ego is often seen as a positive force, it can also lead to negative consequences such as arrogance, narcissism, narcissism, and limited sense of self. The concept of ego has been studied extensively in psychology with notable figures such as Sigmund Freud and Carl Jung contributed to its understandings. Freud saw that the ego was med- meditor between the id, our unconscious desires, and the superego, our sense of morality. He believed that the ego, ego's role was to balance and Sorry, to balance the demands of the ID and the superego in a way that allows us to function in society. According to Freud, Freed, Freed, I hope I said that right, the ID represents our most basic primal desires and instincts, such as hunger, thirst, and sexual urges. The superego, on the other hand, represents our sense of morality and conscious, consciousness, and it and is shaped by our values and norms of our culture and upbringing. The ego, then, must navigate the often conflicted demands of these two forces, while also considering the realities of the external world. On the other hand, Hyang saw that ego as just one part of a larger system that he called the psyche. 
he believed that the ego was only a small part of our total being and that we need to become aware of our other unconscious aspects in order to achieve wholeness and self-realization. He believed that the ego was formed through our experience and interactions with the world around us. But that is that but that it was ultimately limited to understanding of the full scope of the being. Young believed that exploring and integrating our con unconscious aspects, we could gain a deeper understanding of ourselves and achieve a state of wholesome, wholeness. Sorry. He saw the process of exploring the unconscious as a way of bringing what he called the shadow, the represent, the represent and this sound aspect of ourselves into conscious awareness and to integrate these aspects with our conscious self. Jung believed that each individual had a unique set of archetypes or universal symbols and patterns that are present in the collective unconscious. By becoming aware of these archetypes, he believed that individuals could tap into a deeper sense of meaning and purpose in their lives. Moving beyond the psyche and philosophy, the ego has been a topic of discussion for centuries. I'm pretty sure it still is. With various schools of thought offering different perspectives on its significance, one of the main themes that run through philosophy discussions on the of the ego is that the idea of uh, the idea that our self, our sense of self, can often be a barrier to experiencing the world around us fully. Many philosophers such as Jean-Paul Sartre and Martin Heidegger have argued that the ego is an illusion that separates us from the world and others. According to this perspective, the ego creates a sense of isolation and distance from the world, preventing us from experiencing true intimacy and connection with others. It is only by letting go of our sense of self that we can achieve a state of authenticity and experience the world in its fullness. Other philosophers, such as Buddhist thinkers, have also argued that the ego is an obstacle to spiritual growth and enlightenment. The concept of no-self or antam in Buddhism posts that it that the self is an illusion and that we need to let go of our attachments to our senses, sense of self in order to achieve liberation from suffering. Oof. One noble philosopher who experienced the concept of the ego was Friedrich Nietzsche. And now Friedrich Nietzsche is very, like he's, in a lot of stuff I've talked about in different little areas or concepts or whatnot he pops up a lot and he's very into this stuff like like to do like crossover and concepts like ego self and i you're gonna get a lot of the same names but you can always have different talks about it so this is just one of mine <sighs> friedrich nietzsche so if you don't know who he is nietzsche was a german philosopher who is known for his ideas on extralism and nihilism, existent, existentialism and nihilism. I hope I said that right. He was critical of the 
traditional morality of his time and believed that individuals should strive to create their own values rather than follow the values imposed by the society. Nietzsche believed that the ego was a product of our so social norms and values, which limited our potential for self-expression and creativity. He saw that the ego was the ego as a mechanism that helped individuals conform to society expectations and maintain a sense of stability and order. However, he believed that the ego could also be a barrier to personal growth and self-realization. Nietzsche argued that to achieve true self-realization, individuals must transcend the limitations of their ego and embrace their full potential. This involves breaking free from the constraints of society's norms and values and creating one's own values based on personal experience and the individual's percep percep perspective. Nietzsche's concept of transcending the ego was a key aspect of his philosophy of beyond good and evil. He believed that traditional morality was a form of society control that stiffed individual creativity and expression. By transcending the ego, individuals can break free from these constraints and create a new, more authentic form of moral based on their own experiences and values. Now, that's a lot to take in, but that is, I don't know, I, I, I really like that one and I really go off of that one. I really feel like everyone should build their own life, you know, take your ego and like drop it sometimes and maybe, like for me, like I hate going outside. Not like outside to have fun. I hate go. Not really hate, but like I don't like very much to go out in public settings. Like I force myself to because I need to learn how to, you know, navigate through that anyway. But like I'd rather just stay in the house all the time. But like you know, I can't really do that. Um, so yeah, like sometimes you just gotta get out of your comfort zone and your ego will try to keep you in that comfort zone at least for me that's that's what happens and so yeah but let's continue in conclusion oof, in conclusion the concept of ego has been explored in both philosophy and psychology with varying perspectives and interpretations while psychology fo has focused on the ego as a mediator between our unconscious desires and sense of morality, philosophy has explored the ego role and limiting our potential of self-realization. Ultimately, the concept of the ego invites us to reflect on our own sense of self and the way and in, in, in the ways in which it shapes our experiences and the world around us. I hope I wasn't really rushing through that episode. Um, I'm trying to flow better in my writing but like i hope it wasn't like pushed through like anyway yeah again i'm sorry that i didn't post an episode last week um i was so not only am i doing a podcast i have another project that definitely takes a lot of time uh, eventually i will be talking about it more in depth and getting into that but um i want to it's crazy i'll tell you that for fact it's it's something I've always wanted to do, and something that I kind of started to ramp up a little bit more, 
put more time to it. So, uh, yeah, I do continue uh, to be doing the podcast and stuff too. Um, but uh, just time really did pass me by last week, and I completely forgot to write a script and sit down and record. So, doing one this week, and hopefully we won't miss another one, and I can manage the time. But yeah. Uh, I'm really excited to get this next project up and rolling. I mean, I'm still kind of new in it, and it's still kind of, you know, a little messy. But uh, once I get stuff going and stuff like that, uh, I'm I'm excited to talk about one of my one of my craziest passions. So, anyway, anyway, enjoyed this episode. Uh, take care when you're listening to it. Have a good day. And, uh, yeah, I'll catch you in the next one. Take care.